Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast. This is episode 41 of Straight White Whale and my name is Darren Connell. Thank you very much for joining us again. Before we get into the madness, I want to give a wee shout out to the sponsor. We are sponsored by the Zen Den. The Zen Den are in Glasgow. Um, They are at 19 Bridgegate, Glasgow. I know I stumbled at there, but their logo and all their information will come up on the screen. It's a CBD coffee house. It's vegan friendly, dog friendly, and stoner friendly. Um, you can get everything there from mushroom nootropics, nootropic coffee. You can get CBD bath bombs, face cream, drops. It's all beneficial for your brain health and things like you know, arthritis. My mum was taking CBD for arthritis. Now, I don't know if that's medically true, if it helps you, but I've visually, I visually seen it help my mum. So, I Supposedly, it helps people. I take CB, CBD and I also take a mushroom nootropic that's called Lion's Men and I feel so much better for doing it. I have a wee coffee in the morning, put in my CBD drops and then I take my Lion's Men and I feel like I'm, I'm good to go. So, if you're in and around Glasgow, if you've never took CBD before, go in, ask for Joe, and go and try out their stuff. Good people doing good things. So, get in about it. And also, that's the sponsors at the way, but um, every podcast I like to give a shout out to a mental health charity. So, Brothers in Arms are a suicide prevention charity for males. Um, they run an app and they're doing very well. Paul works with them as well. He does a podcast with them. And if you know somebody that's struggling, then get in touch and they will help you. I would say Back On Side are a great charity as well, mental health charity that help. You go into their website and they'll give you a list of other charities like Alcoholics Anonymous, 
breathing space, Samaritans, anything like that, that can all be used as numerous tools to help you through a bad time. So check them out, troops. There we go. Speaking about my mental health, Paul, would you like me to share a story about where I am right now? 100%, mate. Right, so you know that I've been telling you I've been doing therapy and I've been feeling really good. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, maybe I wasn't that bad. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe I'm all right. Maybe it was a wee bit, you know, I'm just being harsh on myself. Right. Uh-huh. I'll, sh- I'll share with you what happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I walk everywhere. This is why I'm dressed like this. I've said I look like Tony Soprano. I'm wearing a full tracksuit because I walk everywhere and I'm no walking in denims. So I was walking into the town the other day and you know where the Four Corners is? There's a kind of hotel just up from it at the Clyde Bridge. Uh-huh, yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing at the traffic lights. It's just across from the Euro Hostel. Aye, uh, juries. Juries, mate. And I'll be honest with you, I was feeling a wee bit, had a bad sleep that day. My head was a wee bit pickled, but mm-hmm. I was managing it. And then I looked at the hotel window and there was a guy sitting at the window, right? Mm-hmm. And he was wearing like a back to front skip hat, like red hat. And he was just pulling the curtains open and pulling a, like a silly face. <laughs> At random people. It wasn't even really me specifically. Uh-huh. But I'm standing waiting for the green man. And I clock this guy. And he's like awkwardly staring at everybody to be funny. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he's no fucking budging, man. And this is taking ages for this green man to happen. I kind of look away, you know, that way you don't really have, you make contact, eye contact with people. I wasn't really making eye contact with them. Mm-hmm. But then I just thought, fuck it. And I felt like a volcano, like, went off in me. And I decided to look at the guy. No, I wasn't being serious, right? I need to tell you this. I wasn't being serious. Okay. But I was, I looked at him. I was not blinking. And all I started saying was... I mean, this guy was laughing behind the... He was laughing, giggling and all that. And I just decided, let's fuck with him. He fucks with me. I'm going to fuck with him. It's payback. And I just started mouthing the words, do not call the guy with the red hat. Do not call (laughs) the guy with the red hat. Do not call him. Do not call him. And I swear to God, man, see watching the life leave this guy's body from a giggly childlike persona of having fun at a window of a hotel to I seen it in his eyes. He went, oh my God, I fucked with the wrong guy. (laughs) I fucked with the wrong guy. The curtains just slowly shut and his head went down and I walked past the hotel and I was like, yes, man, I won. (laughs) I won that situation and I won that. Right. So the volcano that went off, was that like rage? Yeah. Right. And then it was pure euphoria of I got him. And he'll remember that moment for the rest of his life. He doesn't realise that I'm Bobby for Scott Squad. He thinks I was dressed like this. He probably thinks I'm a Polish hitman. <laughs> so that's where my mental health is, mate. Sounds good, mate. <laughs> sounds, sounds fucking brilliant. Poor guy, man. Pure blood draining out his face. Just get this picture of this fucking Fred Durst looking cunt. Like, pure... Oh, my God. Yeah. I must have thought. And, I mean... We were talking last week about how you're a very expressive. Like, I'm I, I'm pretty sure you could pull off a sort of serial killer look. 
yeah i felt like a serial killer to be honest and i still think about it i'm like yeah i got him man if he was on holiday i hope i've ruined his fucking holiday as well don't even know the guy probably took his sick family member there for a wee break a wee city break and he's just trying to break up the day and i'm like don't don't fuck with me i set a set of traffic lights don't fucking don't fuck <laughs> like falling down aye mate aye the start you you're like you've got the fucking lid on the pot and then a traffic jam just makes you fucking snap it was a guy with a red hat pulling funny faces at people at the jury's in on yeah. fucking Jamaica Street. He was making raspberries. <laughs> and it was enough to pu- push me over the edge. <laughs> you know, like, I'm having this cunt. What age was he? Seven. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's like, um, is that not a bit in a movie? Well, the fucking, is it me, myself and Irene? Well, the wee boys sitting in the fucking the wane bit of the trolley <laughs> and Jim Carrey's character's like pure what you looking at motherfucker like the dad's pure and he's like this is between me and the wane <laughs> square up you. I've squared up to a wee boy pure. yeah he's more pure excuse me like, ah, fuck up bitch yeah. this is between me and this wee cunt I'm fucking having him that's hilarious mate no but what age was he really I would say he was in his early 20s late 20s right 25 maybe Right. Do you, th- do you feel like he needed that lesson that day? In my mentally deranged mind, I feel like he had to get taught that lesson. Uh, I'm glad I don't regret it. Any I regrets, do not regret man? it. I'm, I'm in a very stable place today and I still don't regret it. I'm glad I've done it. I'm actually going to, that's opened a box. I'm like, yeah, next person that fucks with me, I'm going to keep doing that. Don't kill them. Don't kill that person. Please, please, please. Imagine that. Imagine walking down the street and somebody right, was like, ah, don't kill the guy with the hoodie, don't aye. kill him. Do you know what would be even better if you got a lift <laughs> and you went, don't kill them, don't kill the people in this lift, but I'll be gonna kill them. You see, because like oh my God, they wouldn't be able to go anywhere. They, they seem like good people. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Smelly hot perfumes make me want to kill her. Yeah. Maybe that's just me, mate. No, I hear that's the Bofias. It's the Bofias. Perorangians. That's hilarious, mate. I love that. Yeah. So, as always, when I start the podcast and we get all this stuff out the way, I always... <laughs> <laughs> you clear the air. Yeah, clear the air, get it off my chest. I always like to ask you, how are you, Paul, and how's your week? I'm all right. I was in a car crash. Told you this, didn't I? Did I? No, you did not. I was in a car, I was in a car accident on Friday. Holy fuck. I get re-rendered. Sure, I told you this. I think you did, mate. Did I? Just no important you told, for you. Basically, I. Uh, I'm a comedian, mate. I'm like, of course. how can I? That doesn't benefit my life. You're the talent. <laughs> you're like, how you doing, Paul? And then I'm talking to you, and you're just pure, and you're heat like, do do do, glazed over eyes. <laughs> no, you did tell me, but you told me on Sunday, you mad bastard. Oh, so I did. Ten minutes before I was walking oh, on stage. Aye. So I did. Timing. But tell me, tell me what happened. So I was on it. I'm doing driving lessons. Um, I can drive. Yeah. But I need to get my license. I drove without a license for many a year back in the day, which is I don't advocate for that at all, like breaking the fucking law and stuff. But I did it, and that's that's fine. Um, and so I've decided, right, I need to fucking get my driving license. And I've started doing driving lessons, but my first lesson, and I was like, listen, mate, I've, I've been... 
I've drove when I was in my twenties. I used to drive a van about. I was in a band and would take hotties and when we get back to Glasgow, people would hand them in for me. Um, and he was like, "We'll do a little wee test. Just drive about." And after the first lesson, he was like, "But your test, mate, you can drive." I was like, "I will. I fucking know. I told you that." But anyway, um, sitting stationary at a pedestrian crossing on I think I fucking just said that weird pedestrian crossing on Maryhill Road, and. Passioned in the rain and just heard skid sounds and then boom. And it was a fucking taxi driver and he tried to blame me. I was sitting stationary at a fucking red light and he was pure fucking jumped out his taxi and he was pure fucking learner drivers. I was a fucking instinct kicked in, jumped out the motor and was like, What are you fucking talking about, mate? I'm sitting fucking stationary at a red light. But I think this guy's had he probably had a picture in his head of like a 17 year old lassie doing their driving lessons and then this fucking 40 year old six foot five guy bounced out and was like what are you fucking saying yeah and he was pure oh, oh. but he, he admitted that eventually and he was like i looked away i like took my eyes off the road and then looked back and he's were there and it's wet slammed on the brakes boom into the back is so um are you okay i mate i was fine i woke up on saturday with horrific toothache so i think that it's went away went away a couple of days i think i've like see that way a bit done and as the, the impacts went, it's like bruised my gum or something. Had a wee bit of a stiff neck and a wee bit of a sore back. So definitely going to be getting a claim. Aye. Getting about it, you mate. That's all I've heard for people. They're like, oh, you got a couple of grand for that, mate. Aye. <laughs> mate, if I was you, I'd be fucking in a neck brace right now, <laughs> saying I heard voices. <laughs> Zimmer framing. Aye. Uh, but I felt terrible, man. Like, I, I was like to my driving instructor, like, sorry, mate. And he's like, what are you sorry for? There's nothing you could have fucking done. You're sitting at a fucking red light, a wee old woman walking across the road in front of you. Like, yeah. You did nothing wrong. But I wonder if that's a common thing, learner drivers getting in accidents. Because I've never really heard of that. Yeah. That's just so unlucky, mate. I know, mate. And they can't fucking smash into me. That's it, man. But get us out of the road, doesn't it? Uh-huh. My mate was saying that to us. He was like, when people drive their test, pass their test, get their first motor, so like, when are they going to get into that first crash? And he's like, you just go out of the road. Yeah. I've been in a lot of car accidents, mate, in my fucking time. Yeah. But I've been in a couple of big ones. I was I in a motor that flipped on there, mate. Holy fuck. Doing a race. I was like 17, 18. My mate from McDonald's or driving along there, mate, coming along for the fort. Mm-hmm. And there's like a pure deadly turn there at Rikese. It looks like it's fucking long, and but it's not. It's quite sharp. It's deceiving. And it was a uh, Volkswagen Polo and fucking motor flip. Shat it, man. That's, that must have been a scare. I mate, fucking shit myself. Um, but I that was it. Um, couldn't go to the bras. Well, could have went, but didn't go to the bras and arms comedy night on Saturday night. Um, because I just been. See that way you take painkillers, see the way pain just drains the life at you. I was sitting there, it was like six o'clock, I had to be there at seven. I was like, oh, man, the thought of this. Phoned Gary, was like, look, mate, I'll come along, I'll set up the gear, I'll make sure you know what you're doing, and then I'll leave it. And he was like, just leave it, mate. It's all right, we'll figure it out. It's a fucking microphone, for fuck's sake. Yeah. But thankfully, I recovered, like, woke up on Sunday and the pain was away and was able to come to the show on Sunday night, mate, which was fucking amazing. Thank you very much. We we will get to the show later on in the podcast after we've covered our subjects. Me being Mr. Humble and all that. Oh, aye. Humble. I think I was having a stroke there, man. Humble Bumble or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Humble Hog, but... The Humble Hog. Just called myself 
Yo, that's the name of the fucking podcast. There we go. <laughs> the humble hog. <laughs> so, um, I'm glad you're all right, mate. That's a bit of a shock to the system. Ugh, mate, it's, it's, do you know what was funny? My drive instructor was like shook up by it. Yeah. And I think like I was saying this to, to my missus when she was talking about it. She's like, you all right? And I was like, see, be honest, man, that didn't bother me. Like what bothered me was the cunt trying to fucking blame me. You're just your instincts sort of yeah. kicking. But like, what? No, fuck off. Because I was just sitting still. But my driving instructor all the way back, he's like, I'll drive back. And I was like, it's all right, mate. Like, I'm fine. And I think it's because, like, I mean, we talk about this all the time. Like, I work on myself. You're working on yourself. Um, but see stuff like that, people get really, like, shook up and really, like, sort of ruins their day or whatever, mate. I came back here, did a, did a therapy session with somebody. I was like, I don't give a fuck, mate. I'm no deed. I'm no hot. Yeah. I'm fine. But then, like I said, I woke up on the Sunday and I had a bit of pain and but it was all good, mate. I'm glad you're all right. Took some CBD. Yeah. I had some of the CBD gummies. Good man. Helped. Maybe that's why I didn't want to go to the bras and all. <laughs> oh, nah, I'm kidding. Aye. The CBD getting you at your box. Uh-huh. But no, since then, had a good week. Busy, busy as normal. Um, was working on the show footage. Um, this morning was looking at it. it's looking good man but we'll oh, get yeah. to the show later so, thank you very much thanks for filming it i'm so glad i never sometimes you die in your ass it's just natural sometimes it happens i'm mm-hmm. like thank fuck you never caught me on camera dying on my ass mm-hmm. so we'll go through some of the news that's happening in the world recently um you know i think i've been so focused on the rail strikes that i didn't realize that there was a fucking binge strike. Oh, mate. I was walking, see, after that mental breakdown when I was screaming at the guy in the hotel, I'm mm-hmm. going to kill you. I'm going to kill that guy in the hat. Then Don't I'm like, kill the guy in the red hat. I'm like looking about the street, thinking, why is there fucking rubbish everywhere? Mental, mate. Uh, it's like fucking dystopia out there, isn't it? Yeah. Thankfully, what are we? Thursday the 1st, I seen the bin. I seen them cleaning the streets today. Oh, okay. So, like, I, I, it's fucking honking, mate. It yeah. was absolutely disgusting. Glasgow City Centre looked like a fucking dump, mate. Yeah. Did you go down past St. Enoch's? Yes. That was the worst. Yep. See that bit at the Bank of Scotland, St. Enoch's Square at the entrance of St. Enoch's, mate? That was fucking disgusting on Saturday. Yeah. Absolutely fucking disgusting. I mean, fair play to them. I hope they get their better pay and stuff. But holy fuck, man, that was stinking. Like, Glasgow in the best of times isn't all that nice. Mm-hmm. Way rubbish and stuff. But holy fuck. Even, even Shows you, you think it's not good. And uh, then you're like, that was, what, three days? Four days? Mm-hmm. No, even a fucking week of them striking. Yeah. And you could smell it everywhere, man. It fucking binges, man. Mm. Horrible. Did you see the thing? Do you know who Craig... It's not Craig Beatty, is it? Guy that's a singer, Callum Beatty, Craig Beatty, the DJ. Celtic. He's a singer songwriter. Yeah, yeah. And he's on the way up. Like he's, he's a Rangers fan as well. He's, isn't a, he? he's a big Rangers fan. Ah, I yeah. think he plays at the, the fan village and stuff like that. Love yeah. your life. No, go say no for that. us to judge. No for us to judge your lifestyle, but you know, sort it out. Uh, God will get you. Um <laughs> 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 I think he made, no, he's a young guy, and unfortunately, he made a very, very poor uh, error of judgment. He went on Twitter after, I 
think they were at Ibrox on Saturday and everybody came to the subway and he was saying could he get some fa- some of his fans to volunteer he'll get some bin bags and some water pickers and some high vis and we'll go around the city centre and we'll pick up water mate and Twitter will like get to fuck because you're basically crossing the picket line like we don't need free labour like these people are not going to work and not tidying up the city centre like we need to live with that because these guys are wanting fair pay for their job mm-hmm. so the discomfort that we feel because the place is messy and stinking shouldn't they be get they should be back at working or we should fucking some country should fix this it should be the government or the council should be paying these people fair money and then they'll get back to work and they'll do it they know how to fucking they're professionals at it you know what i mean like yeah they'll do it quicker than anybody else but the poor guy man I don't think he meant, I don't think he knew what he was coming into because the whole political side of Twitter were just like, you're a scab. Like, you're trying to get people to cross the picket line and that's no fair and fuck yeah. you. And I, mate, I think it was just blown out of proportion. Do you think he meant well and it just backfired? 100%, mate. Yeah. I think his intentions were good and I think people should bear that in mind. Saying to Sharn about it, like, there was like sort of like 20% of the responses were like, Callum, this is really nice. And I love, you know, on board, I'll, I'll volunteer. There was another 20% that were like, Callum, this is really nice, but you need to think about what you're asking people today. And I don't think you realize the ramifications of what would happen if you did this. And then there was like 60% of the responses were like, you're a prick. Yeah. Which I don't agree with, man. The young guy, I okay. There was a few people saying, He's trying to use this situation as a way to promote himself and maybe that came into it, but I think it's just been a young guy looking at his city, seeing it's a fucking mess and just want to try and be part of the solution and no part of the problem. But yeah. unfortunately, he was part of the problem because that is that pure Tory mentality, isn't it? Like, just fucking do the work, just go on with it. And it's like, no, man, these people are wanting fair pay and if you and your wee fans jump about and clean it all up, mm-hmm. then... We don't, these strikes, whether it be rail, nurses, schools, bin men, whatever, the purpose of the strike is to make the general public feel what it would be like if they weren't there. And so then value the fucking work that they're doing, not just think that they're sweeping streets and that, oh, you shouldn't get paid 30 grand a year to sweep it fuck. Who are you to fucking say that, you prick? Aye. These cunts need to pay their fucking bills, man. Like, fuck yeah. you. So I felt bad for him. Yeah. But I think there was an actual point in it of like the younger people like that don't understand that this is people that are trying to get a fair fucking wage. Yeah. There's been a lot of people out there that are like, oh, they shouldn't be doing this and fuck you, man. Like this yeah. is the people power, man. This is the only power that we've got. Yeah. You don't understand what a strike is. I'm all for strikes. See this Mick Lynch guy? I think he's mm-hmm. a fucking legend, mate. I mm-hmm. love him, man. I love him. Sadly, I think he's going to get found in an oil drum one day at the bottom mm-hmm. of a fucking river. But mm-hmm. until then, I think he is a modern version of GFK. So God bless them all. What I we hope- need is Mick Lynch and Ange Postacoglu to just put their heads together and just figure this out, man. Aye. Just figure this out. Good, a good Provo running this country. <laughs> the Provo <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Kidding on everybody. You know that's a joke. Uh, um, Callum. I know, uh, but fuck it. He's learned his lesson and he won't do it again. Uh, he came out. He was very humble as well. He came out and was like, I've deleted the tweet and 
I've realised what it's. Sometimes it does take for that, doesn't it? It takes for people to point out the mistake that you're making for you to learn for it. Yeah. I, I did feel bad for him. I was like, that's a shame because he is just a young guy. Plus, that, that mob mentality is completely unnecessary. It reminds me of a time when I said it was something along the lines of a lot of normal people like myself who aren't professional athletes or like they don't need to exercise for a reason. They don't need the gym. Mm -hmm. That's what I was trying to say. I try to say if you eat healthy and you do things like walking uh, or a jog outside, you don't need to waste money on a gym membership. That's all I said. A guy that owned a gym <laughs> that I was pally with on Twitter that I've never engaged with, I've said some outrageous stuff on Twitter. This is the first time he had his back up because he owns a gym. Um, no, it's a community hub. It's a welcoming space. And fucking some of the comments, mate. There was a girl that commented underneath it. She was talking about rape culture. She was scared. She was like, I don't go out jogging because I'm scared about getting attacked. And I'm like, for fuck's sake. Seen some of the cunts that cut about Pure Gym? Fuck's Aye. sake, you're scared of getting attacked, man. Some of the creepiest bastards alive are Aye. fucking cutting about exactly, some of these mate. gyms, man. Exactly. But I mean, this is a, this is, there's a wider point to this, mate, because see if somebody, like, for instance, if somebody attacks stand-up comedy, you're going to feel a certain way about that. If somebody attacks mental health services, I'm going to feel a certain way about that. See, a gym owner who can't see what you're trying to say without getting their back up and getting emotional, yeah. then it's like, look, mate, you've got a bias towards that. He'll be just thinking, well, if everybody just fucking stopped going to the gym, then I wouldn't have a fucking yeah. a job or a business. And it's like, that's true, but... You know, what, you know, without being, I'm not trying to insult you with this, but what influence have you got over people's gym subscriptions? Cancel, just because you put a tweet out doesn't mean to say that half a Glasgow's going to cancel their fucking gym subscriptions. You exactly. Know what I mean? But what you were saying was true. Like, too many people think that to be fit and healthy, it needs to be getting the leggings, getting, you know, like, going to the gym, Doing squats, doing all these things that they've never done before. When actually, see if they got out of bed half an hour earlier or took half an hour at night and went for a walk yeah. and ate about it, they would have life changing results for that. Yeah. But too many people are just, aye, that's like your own sort of like biases towards shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And he doesn't realize, don't, don't fuck with me. Because one day when you're turning the key in the gym, and you walk into your gym and see when you press that light switch and the light doesn't go on. Oh, what, what happened to the light? Oh, you look up. Oh, there's no, there's no light bulb, but boom, over. You wake up in a boot. I pull a fucking bag off your head. There you go. That's what happens. There's consequences to your actions. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you're very, you're very serial killer. <laughs> I've had a belter of a coffee before I came right, in here, okay. by the way. It was like cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it causes, yeah. is it? You know that bit in Big Lebowski when John Goodman's like, ah, do you see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass? Uh -huh. That was me. I mean, not in real life. I just think it. I don't actually do it. Right. So if you're listening to the podcast, do you see what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass? <laughs> Episode 41. 41. It's gone well. So good times, eh, mate? 
Uh, Aye, the bin strikes, man. I've been seeing a lot of rats and all in the street, man. Right. A couple of dead rats, mate. I've never seen that before. Rarely ever, ever see that shit. No, man. See the four corners and all that part of the town, mate. It's fucking scary. Mate, well, you just literally read my fucking mind. Yeah. I was going down to get my painkillers on Saturday. Um, and we, me and my mate went to SWG3. There was like a sneaker or a trainer's fest. It was my mate. I was like, it's called something. It's like a sneaker festival. He's like, sneakers? Sneak? He's like, it's fucking Stock. trainers, you fucking prick. And I was like, that, that's what this is in the ticket. Sneaker festival, all right, for fuck's sake. I don't fucking call them that. My gutties, it's trainers, right? Um, and it was shite, mate. It was super shite. What, what venue, sorry? SWG3. Yeah. Not their fault, just yeah. the actual festival. All they had was fucking Jordans and Yeezys. Yeah. And I was just like, this is fucking pish. Plus, I'm a size 12 and a trainer. They, I was going around the stalls. And I just resorted to going, entering in a size 12. And it was just like, no, because I've realized that I've got gigantor feet. But um, we took <laughs> a walk. I was like, tell me, I need to go and get like fucking Solpadine or something for this tooth much. Drive me fucking mental. We walked along the Clyde and we came out at the four corners. And I put my, I had my phone, it was texting my missus, and I was, just, I just looked up, looked about, and I just put my phone in my pocket, mate. I was like, well, this feels weird. There was like an atmosphere, like a hostile atmosphere. Yep. And then my mate was telling me that there's a couple of people that have just been randomly attacked in there by the youths. I did not know that. I seen, see those public pickup artists. I seen them hovering about oh, did you? a couple of weeks ago. How did you know? Because. I just sussed them at me. I just, I'm right. hypersensitive to negativity. I can pick it up. I picked it up. They were following people about, and right. then they were following two girls. And it looked, I don't know what it looked like, but there was two guys talking to two girls, and then they had spotters run about. A proper game, a total system to it. Right. Fucking horrible. But maybe we should get some vigilante justice. I'm up for that, mate. I'll, I'll say that on a podcast right now. Give me a hammer and a fucking IRA mask, you know. I'm killing cunts. <laughs> yeah. I need to stop drinking coffee, man. <laughs> I mean, you, need get, you don't need half a cigars, you need half a coffee. <laughs> Fuck me, man. No, but look, <laughs> what we could do for a laugh, we could video it, is uh, we could go and follow them. Aye. One day what they're doing to other people. Yeah. Because I would intimidate that fuck right out of them, mate. See that AD, A-game guy that went to Berlin? Yeah. Doing the pickup artist stuff, he used to go to my gym. I went to a gym called Exercise for Less. It's not there anymore. It used to be with Destiny. Yeah, yeah. It used to be. He used to go to that gym, mate, and he was a height of shite and a fucking arsehole. And I would intimidate the fuck. A wee ugly bastard, or not, by the way. I mean, I don't, I don't know, mate. I, I've not seen him in person. I, but... I, I don't know. Like, I don't. I, I, I never thought about that. But definitely like a wee fucking weasel, yeah, guy. Yeah. Um, and would go about the gym. Like, I always remember he would go about the gym and he'd be like, going up to women and try to help them. This is the whole game, isn't it? They'll like, try to be the nice guy, all right, how you doing? And blah, blah, blah. But really, they're just a fucking weaselly little bastard. Yeah. So we could do that, mate. Go down and get somebody to we'll just follow them about. I imagine walking up, you walking up to A game or somebody like A game and just that, like, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I want to make love to you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bell. Hi. <laughs> Are you up for it? But you, you're bang on about that energy, mate. I've, when I walked through it, I could feel a dark energy from mm -hmm. uh, 
the McDonald's to like up the way right to like Central Station. Mm-hmm. It's just a horrible place, mate. Aye, man. Doesn't it feel nice, man? It, it, uh, that's exactly what I said to my mate. My mate was saying to me, he was like, I feel the same, mate. And then it was him that was like, I think I've seen videos of like, there's been a couple of people just randomly attacked by these wee guys. It was like, gangs of wee guys? Wow. Just cutting about, seen in the square. Like, five, six-handed. Wow. Mentally. I honestly fucking wish they would do something to me. I'm not that much of an egomaniac to say that I would smash five wee guys. But I know that, put it this way, right? Picture this situation, right? I'm cornered at the McDonald's. There's five wee guys around me. Do you know what I'm going to say? Yous will batter fuck at me. Yous will win this. But one of you is going to lose a fucking eyeball. <laughs> so, let's go. You should do the... <laughs> <laughs> Bobby from Scott Squad, everybody. Eddie Murphy, be the pure... Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like pure makeup, like you love it. Do you know what I mean? Like, Aye. I want a boot in the boys. Come on. Start Nobody laughing and stuff. No, you're all right, mate. I Bill Murray and fucking Little Shop of Horrors. Like, it takes the wind out their sails when you enjoy it. Like, yeah. they want they want to intimidate. They want to make people feel bad. Yeah. But when you're like pure, yes. Mate, I'm a fucking Brazilian jiu-jitsu brown belt, man. I'll fucking take the cunts. Did I tell you? Did I share this on the podcast? Um, about two months ago, I was walking from my flat to a mental health meeting and, and two wee guys, one of them bumped into me in the street. No. Did I not share no. that? I thought you were going to say about the guy that followed you. No, that no, was, right. that was, so tell I think us about I, this. we spoke about that. Aye, we spoke about I, that in the podcast, but I don't right. think we spoke about this one. So basically I was going to an AA meeting, right? I know it's supposed to be anonymous, but fuck it, it's my life and it might help someday. And I was I was speed walking to the meeting. I misjudged the time. So I was speed walking, right? There was two wee guys at a bus stop and one of the wee guys walked into me. We bumped into each other. It wasn't deliberate, right? But straight away the wee guy was like, ah, watch where you're going, you fucking prick, you fucking dafty, specky bastard and all that. Didn't he hurt my feelings? Didn't he didn't really do anything to me emotion wise mm-hmm. but i done that nah no way i'm not having that like i'm gonna make him remember this so i just turned around and i done that let's fucking go then the two of you and uh, <laughs> uh the two they're, they're and i can't fight i know i can't fight right but i think just me turning around and just doing that let's fucking go to two guys um they shot it and one of them was like ah, on their phone kidding on he was on his phone and i was like ah, hi look at you you fucking shite bag kidding on you're on your phone you won't be doing that again will you you fucking daft take him on then and uh they never done anything and then i went run- i would never have hit them right i would never have hit them i just wanted to freak them out mm-hmm. and then as i was moving they were kind of dodging out the way and i was like ah, ha ha you are all fucking that and i started walking away and it one of them done that specky bastard now i was like no i'm really gonna fuck his head here right and i turned around and i kidded on i was like is it, i just done that to myself is it worth it is it worth it no it's not worth it and just walked away so there we go so <laughs> <laughs> we guys i but no mate you're you're right i mean would i encourage somebody to do what you did absolutely not <laughs> Sorry. 
Don't do that. Don't do that, man. Mate, if that had been... If that had been back in the fucking... Back in calm time, back... Fucking hell, man. You could have got stabbed or anything, man. Like, I know cunts that would have been... This is this is one of the things my dad used to say to me. Somebody that's doing what they did to you are either doing it for a laugh or they've got a blade. And yeah. he's like, you don't really want to find out what one of the two of them is. But here's the thing, right? See if you're willing to take a bit of a doing. I don't... Fuck it. I've done shit like that before. I've just been like, do you know what? Fuck this. Yeah. And just went, you fucking talking to... See, nine times out of ten, the, the day, they're like, ah, well, wait a minute, because they're trying to intimidate you. Yeah. But you might just get the wrong wee guy. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So I wouldn't encourage you to do that, but also, like, fucking fair play to you, because, like you said, the wee cunts are not going to forget that. They'll be like, ah, oh, man, me nearly get lettered there, I yeah. fucking... And then when I'm walking away, I'm like, ah, I'm fucking shaking myself. Um, <laughs> Turn around pure. I absolutely drenched in sweat. That gave me a flashback of a time when, do you know, this is a, it's getting a wee bit more serious, right? But when I was drinking, I was under the influence of alcohol and I was walking back for the pub mm -hmm. and me and my mate were eating kebabs. We were steaming, right? Eating kebabs, walking up the road. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And I, through therapy and self-awareness, I know why I've done it. But I seen a guy standing with his girlfriend, right? Fuck boy. Seven foot fuck boy, right? Just one of the cunts. And his bird was stunning. Beautiful, beautiful lassie. And they were having an argument. And I was just kind of... I don't know why I was standing watching it. I think it's because it was so loud. But then he hit her. And oh. then he pulled her hair. Quite violently. And I just fucking exploded, mate. Like kebab up in the air, ran air to the guy uh, and I was just like, I owe you, you fucking prick and it just descended into carnage, man the guy had a bottle of wine in his hand and it's true when they say your, your bark is worse than the bite, mate because I don't even know why I'm laughing, man, because it's horrible, right see the the face, this cunt the, the fear on this guy's face, uh -huh. looking at me because I whip, I had a leather jacket on, right? And I was like, kebab, leather jacket off. And I was like, ah, come on! <laughs> right in the middle of the street. I was like, ah, you hit a woman, hit me then, you fucking prick. And he was like, no, it wasn't he like that. I didn't mean it. And I was like, ah, fucking hit me, come on. And he was like that with a bottle of wine. And I was like, ah, hit me with it. <laughs> hit me with it. <laughs> and like, I did get a kick from seeing that guy get scared. Because he hit a woman. And I'm not saying don't hit a woman. I'm talking, he bullied somebody. It doesn't matter the fact, it doesn't matter that it was a woman. If he bullied anybody, I'm like, nah, fuck that. Mm. So 
I'm like, but I found out that someday, because it was in Bishop Briggs, everybody knows ev each other. Uh -huh. So somebody got in touch with me months later and the guy was like that to me. That lassie got in touch with me and she knew it was you. She just said thank, she wanted to thank oh, you. Amazing. But I was like, I couldn't help but laugh. I was like, she probably thinks I'm a fucking schizo. And she was like, aye, you were a bit mental, mate, but aye. you saved her for a toxic situation. Aye, 100%. And she yeah. eventually dumped her boyfriend. Aye, I think you're, you're right, but I don't think any, any, I don't think any woman should lift her on any man either. But I aye. think first and foremost, like, especially not always, not always the case, but you know, I'd say probably. Being conservative, 60, 70% of the time, a guy will overpower a woman. Yeah. So you should not lift your hand to them. It's like, use your words. Do you know what I mean? You don't need to be physically violent towards Sp Especially somebody. this guy. The guy was built like a brick shit house and she Aye, was tiny, mate. Probably a fucking coward. Aye. You know what I mean? I did a similar thing at Charing Cross and my I was seeing my current girlfriend. We were only going out and she was like, just leave it. And I was like, nah, canny, canny date, man. I'm going to need to go and chase that cunt. And just chased the guy away if he's missus because he did a similar sort of thing. I think he pulled it at the ground. But one time I was playing and it reminded me, um, one you were saying like no, like a a, a woman just bullying. Uh, I was playing on a gig in the cat house, and I can't remember if we were support or whatever. It was another band, and they were a bit younger. I think maybe I'm sort of picturing myself maybe about twenty twenty one and picturing these guys like maybe eighteen. So not that much younger. And then um, the the front man of this band was a skinny rake, yeah, guy. But fucking lot, no, no. For Baloch, you know, like pure desperate to be for Glasgow, do you know, like that type of sort of like, you get, you ever met somebody like that where you, you think that they think that they're like a pure Glasgow hard man, but then you find out that they're like for fucking Giffnock. Aye. You know Lindsay. I mean? Aye. But they're like, oh, I grew up in Arden and people are like, he fucking stayed in Giffnock, man. His mom's minted or whatever. It's like poverty <laughs> porn, isn't it? Like, Aye. I want to feel like a scumbag for some reason. But they had this wee other guy with them. Which would happen quite a lot with bands. We'd bring their pals, like, oh, I'll have to gear in with me. And he was like, he decked the wee guy and he had like a had like his horns inside his backpack. The wee guy had a backpack on and he was like wigging him about the flare. And I was just sitting there and I was ignoring it and I was ignoring it and I was ignoring it. And then I was like, right, no, nah, this has went too far. And I just went up and grabbed the guy by the back of the head and just pushed his head. So like, I folded him in half. Um, and at this time, I'm like fucking 20 odd stone, like a big guy. And I'm tall. Yeah. And this is like a wee skinny guy. And I just held him with like his face against his knees. <laughs> like I folded the wee guy <laughs> off me. And I was just like, do you fucking like it? And he was pure like, go is like, go is. And I was just like gripping him harder and harder at the back of the neck. And then was just pulling his head up and then putting it back down his knees. And like, but do you, do you fucking like it, wee man? Do you like being a fucking, you want to be a bully? I'll fucking bully you. And mate, see like, the other guys in the band were like, to like, what are you doing and all? Like, fuck me. And I was just like, I can't stand back. It's just the way I was brought up. My dad would always be like, don't let people get bullied. Don't be a bully, blah, blah, blah. But I fucking felt horrible, man. See, like, <laughs> you're saying the sort of fear in that guy's face made you feel good. When I seen this wee guy's face, I embarrassed him in front of his mates and all that. Like, I felt fucking awful. I actually felt like you get that pure sicky feeling where you're like, I wish I hadn't done that, man. Like an should... emotional hangover. Aye, thing. man. I should have just went up and I thought about it. So I should have just went up 
separated him away from his pal and just been like, fucking leave out we man. And then if he tried, then I could have been like, right, no, fucking yeah. do something. But I didn't need to do that. And I also feel like I took it a wee bit too far because I was raging. I was fucking raging watching him bully this guy. Yeah. I think the guy that he was like with a backpack, I think he actually started greeting. I think that was like, nah, I was like, like you're saying, what was that fucking movie? The fucking Cup, Def- Cup Douglas. Uh, falling down. Aye, it was like that, mate. I just went, something in my head went, nah. I sat for like a minute going, don't do it. Nah, don't do it, man. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. No, your pals, just leave them. And then I was just like, nah, man, fuck this. I said, fucking, made the wee guy look like a fucking arsehole, <laughs> don't he's fucking banned, but folded him there like a dick chair. It's fucking stupid, man. Pure stupid. Poor so wee guy. You taught him a valuable life lesson. But was it my lesson to teach, like, no. you know uh, who am i to teach people life lessons i yeah. had plenty of fucking lessons to learn back then do you know what i mean and if some cunt had came up and forced me to learn that lesson i don't think i'd have took too kindly to it so yeah hope we guy never fucking i hope we guy was all right yeah and also somebody in the band was like bet you any money they fucking get away for you he's got to punch fuck it that way you got to take that out and that wee guy because and i was like i never even fucking thought of that make me feel bad now man aye I feel like this is going to get played in court <laughs> <laughs> when the both ears get sectioned. No, I mean here I'm no I'm no say I'm sharing that story of the guy hitting his girlfriend. I'm not proud of it, but um, fuck it, the guy deserved it. No, I think in that set, like you never imposed yourself. You you went up and made and intimidated that guy and made sure that that guy knew that. He shouldn't be doing that and blah blah blah. I think that's different for what I did. Do you know what I mean? I went, I just went up and grabbed this wee guy and fucking well, I'll teach you a lesson. I don't think that's the same as what you did. I don't regret chasing that guy charring cross one fucking bit, mate. Yeah. Like if I'd have got my horns on him, me and him would have been rolling about the ground. Like a hundred percent. But I think there's a difference. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Is, is this is this bad? Is this sexist to say that two guys, one's getting bullied, the other one's the bully? I think it's the the vic, the sort of bully victims, sort of life job to stand up to their bully. No tip for me to come out and counter that by bullying the bully. That doesn't get you anywhere. I don't think that you know what I mean. Yeah, that wee guy's probably bullying his pals because his dad bullies him or blah blah blah. And, who am I to be like, fuck you, I'll show you, do you know what I mean, you man? I should have just went up and just been like, he's Dane Hall, you know, let's split yeah. it up, like fucking Liam Elaine. And then if he tries to fucking start with me, then I can be like, no, you're starting with me, mate, and this isn't going to go well. Yeah. But I don't, I, I didn't feel good about that, mate. I went a bit weird. It's not weird at all. Thank you for sharing. I shared two times, you shared back. Hey, what's this all about? The circle of life. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So, I vigilante justice man. You can't beat it. <laughs> <laughs> Batman. I. Um. I mean, I don't. No, I'm not even gonna finish that sentence. Oh, go on. I was gonna say I don't like if you steal an apple and you get your horn chopped off. I don't support that. Of course. That's a bit much. Aye. Maybe a finger. Maybe a fingernail. And you know. I meant business if I'm ruining a fucking kebab. Aye, fuck me. That was the most surprising bit of that whole stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the kebab went up there. I ate it off the ground. 
No, um, I tell you what I know, by the way, I know, like, we've kind of spoke about it every podcast, but that's 61 days I've been calorie count. Feeling good, mate. Calorie counting king. I feel a difference in my body. Like, not even weight loss. I feel, I feel like my sex, a sex drive has returned. Really? Yep. Uh, why are you telling me this? I don't know. <laughs> why am I telling you we're hard on? <laughs> no, I feel like everybody, you know, when you eat healthy and you exercise, everybody's so obsessed with weight loss. But I'm mm-hmm. like, no, my skin feels better. I'm sleeping better. A sex drive has returned. I'm starting to feel normal. Like, right. I feel peace. I feel at peace. Like, I don't feel agitated. I'm not eating right. on my emotions. Do you use porn a lot? Porn? I mean, I, mast- I masturbate every single day, mate. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Do you use your imagination? For some. Right. I watch porn every day. Right. Every day. I've still got a porn block on my phone, so <laughs> it can get, you know, jerk off instruction videos on YouTube. and uh, What? <laughs> there's porn on youtube yep i jerk off instruction j-o-i right. you just put in j-o-i-t's or j-o-i countdown oh my god on on youtube yes you're supposed to be helping people no enabling shit man <laughs> <laughs> or you can find shit on twitter but um Aye, twitter's like the wild west when it comes to porn mate i get porn retweeted onto my fucking timeline every fucking day man yeah and i'm abstinent for porn yeah unless she's watching it well, I do feel better that I've got a block on my phone, but I wanked to nothing, mate. That's what you should do, but wank to nothing. Mm-hmm. I might try that the night. <laughs> might have another floppy wank. <laughs> you're, not getting stim- you're not getting stimulated quite as much as what you usually do. Yeah, but it's just about like I, I <laughs> mate, I've I've been open about my problems with porn and. Which is why I asked that there, just in case you're like, oh, I have not been watching porn. They're like, well, that's why your sex drive's returned, because when you stop watching porn, mate, your fucking dick gets harder. For sure. I'll be honest with you, mate, I've not been, I've been, I don't know why we're saying Why are you saying masturbating? I've been been masturbating, masturbating, but I haven't been watching porn. Right. And I feel better for it. Right. That will definitely, definitely have an impact on that, mate. Yeah. So who needs to watch, watch out? Darren's about <laughs> get you doing at the four corners tonight at two in the morning. <laughs> I'll have an IRA mask on. IRK, I don't know what am I talking about. Right, so I've got a gig coming up in Inverness. Um, I'm gonna bring the IRA mask and a hammer with me if you are up for it. Um, it's in the 17th of September at Eden Court. I checked ticket sales the other day and it looks. I would imagine on the night it looks like it's going to sell out, mate. Oh, well done, man. So I'll do a wee social media push and all that type of stuff, but it's looking well. So if you are in the Inverness area and would like some comedy, I'll have a new support act with me that night. Come along and check us out. And I tell you what, don't tell anybody, this is just for the podcast. We're doing a code, two for one code. Um, Get it on C-Tickets. Just use the code two for one and you'll get one for free. Two, four, one. Two, four, one. Right. Numbers. Numbers. Numerical. Right. Aye. Thought we'd clear that up. Aye. Just Aye. in case, you know. 
So there we go. And for Nick. Inverness, That's yes. a long way to go for a gig, bit. I know. <clears throat> I hope they like Eki jokes, because that's all I got, baby. Yeah, they love Eki's in Inverness. You ever been to Inverness? I think so. Yeah, it's pretty wild, mate. Yeah. I've got, um, I've got a funny story about Inverness. Tell me. Excuse me. I won't name the name, but I went up to Inverness. We used to go up to Inverness and you would take a couple of bands with you. Yeah. Sort of like what you'll do, you'll take your support act up. Maybe a local band will play or whatever like that. <clears throat> um, one of the guys that came up in another band had been taking ecstasy pills <laughs> and he had what's called Pally Willy. Oh my. You ever had Pally Willy? Is that when your willy goes dead small? It sort of like goes inside you. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I've had that many times. Right. I don't think that's an ecstasy thing, maybe, <laughs> but... It's just fucking two inches with twelve wrinkles, um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. We were chatting up these ladies, right? As you do, being in a band, like you get chatting to the birds at the gig and stuff like that, and blah blah blah. Getting a wee kiss, not we're loading this fucking shit back into the van. I need a Prince Albert. Oh wow! And he's like, oh, I've got a Prince Albert, and they were like, fucking shows. Shows then, like they're fucking mad Inverness accent. That was a terrible Inverness accent. Shows eh? I don't even, that's Pfeiffer. Shows your, shows your dick eh? <laughs> <laughs> They've got a different one. It's like a weird, you go North Aberdeen, it gets weird. No like, wonder they had a pilly willy if, shows your dick eh? Woo! <laughs> Aye, 100% mate. Um, stick it Marcy. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, I've got a Prince Albert, like, try to show off, try to get his soul. And these four lassies that were standing at the back of the van were like, ah, show us, show us. And he's like, nah, nah. And I'm like, he's fucking getting it. Hurry up, fucking get it out. And he whipped out, mate. <laughs> and it was literally <laughs> a foreskin and a hoop. And that was it. And the four of them just burst out laughing, just pointing at this guy's dick at the back of a van outside fucking Ironworks in Inverness. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and he just stood and looking at it going... <laughs> What the fuck is that? It's just like, I don't know, mate. He's like, ah, mate, it's the pills. What you got to do? We've been taking Ekkies all night, man. It was fucking mental. Were you cry, crying with laughter? Oh, right? mate, I was pissing myself laughing, but then he was like, as well, you fucking get yours out and let's see what you're I was like, I'm a fuck, mate. I know, I've just got a fucking bo two boys and a foreskin down there, man. Like, Aye. we're rushing it or not, man. Like, literally, like, fucking eyeballs like saucers. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Do you know what one of life's great pleasures is? Having shagging on come downs, mate. Yeah. See, once that returns, like after you start coming down off the pill, the yeah. horn that you get is fucking off the fucking charts, man. Same way hangovers and all. Wild. That story reminds me of a story my mate told me. He says he was at a party. No, as funny as that. But he says there was a guy at a party who was proper doing that to everybody. Get your fucking dick out. Shows your dick. We'll compare dicks. <laughs> And my mate, right, is a very quiet guy. He's no mental. Right. But drunk at a party, he was like, fuck it. He was like, ah, you get your dick out then. We'll compare dicks. And the guy pulled his dick out. They both, they both pulled their dick out and the guy had a mad fucking... Like, Schlong? No, no. Like tiny pe fucking micro penis. Right, okay. And my mate says that he's not got a big dick, but compared to his dick, it was big. And that guy with the tiny cock was pure, oh, no, no, this is not supposed to happen, pure. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. 
Oh. So that's another situation when everybody was just howling at the madness. Of... For fuck's sake. Do you want to hear? I remember when we were like young, no that young. Oh, I've got two things that came up. There was a guy in my primary school class that used to try and wank in front of people. Don't wow. know where that guy is now, right? It's just that's a side story. I never knew I went to the same primary school as you. <laughs> hey, <laughs> he got caught off a teacher once at swimming lessons. Holy fuck! He was like vigorously fucking wanking in the corner of the swimming lesson, like jumping about. Pure, look at my dick, no? and then the fucking teacher walked in. Was pure. Oh my god. Anyway, that's a side story. <laughs> um, this guy was lattes. <laughs> um, one of my mates was pure having a moment of like, oh, uh, how do you deal with like? Lassie's seen your dick for the first time out. Well, it's 16, 17. And he's obviously had a situation where he's felt self-conscious. And obviously when you're feeling self-conscious, like, things don't work and, you know, you get nervous and blah, blah, blah. So he was saying, like, how do you how do you deal with that? And my mate was pure, oh, see, just before I get it out, I just go to the toilet and get a wee wiggle about and get a dong on. <laughs> but see, mate... That's, that's some of the best advice that I've get ever. Get a dong on. Go and get a dong on. Just go to the toilet and get a wee flop about. Put a dong on it. Get 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 it to like 30 percent. There's like there's like a sweet spot. Don't get hard. Keep it kinda floppy, but get the dong on. The best life advice you could ever get. It's like a blackout crew song. Put a donk on it. Get a dong on. Get it. a dong on. See when the bird's gonna see your dick for the first time. Go to the toilet and get a dong on. Get a dong on. You can call that the podcast. Yeah, we've got so many names. We're just coming out with comedy gold today, mate. Um, what was the other one? What was the other one? What? Oh, fact, you said that the guy um, that caught the guy. But do you know what? I never had the urge at like eight, nine, ten year old mm-hmm. to like whip my dick out in front of like all of my peers in a fucking football changing room, PE changing room, and swimming changing room. This was this guy's place of work. This guy went to work. Yeah. He'd go to the toilet, he'd come out with a hard-on and be like, ah, look at this. That's mental, man. I get caught wanking off my mate once. <laughs> oh, I had, didn't I? I had, had to go through years of, I wouldn't say therapy, but Torment. of acceptance right. that it happened. But it was funny, it was us. I mean, puberty, right? We were going through puberty, mate. You'd fucking wank your fresh air. Uh, I stayed with my pal that night. There was a group of people. We were all staying together in a big, massive house. And uh, we had a game of truth or dare. It was the first time I ever kissed a lassie, right? And it's when I was going through puberty. So mm-hmm. my memory is clouded. Okay. But I remember getting to the bed, right? No, this is a situation. I am owning what I've done. You can't slag me. You can't hold this against me. Because I'm, I'm talking about it and I'm fucking owning it. So basically he was in the bed with me. We were having a conversation. Wait a, minute, wait a minute, I thought you were saying that you went to the bed with like the girl that you kissed for the first time. No, we all kissed and then we all went to bed and I was in the bed with my mate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, ah, uh, and see the thing is, Freddy Krueger was on the TV, right? Right. So it wasn't even like I was wanking to anything. I was having a conversation with my mate, say about football, while Freddy Krueger nightmare on elm street was on a telly mm. and i was having a wank to nothing right and he pulled the sheet why am i even saying this man my heart's just <laughs> fucking sank instant regret you're having a pocket man. shuffle where you're having a wank under the covers Aye. right oh my god and my my pants 
my pants were doing past my knees. <laughs> Can I look at you? I need to turn away. I was flaccid though. <laughs> One, I was flaccid. Right? And my, me and my mate have spoken about this since. He was laughing because he's like, you weren't even hard. You never even had a hard on you, fucking madman. But he was like, ah, no way, man, are you having a wank? He, he burst out crying with laughter, right? And he was like, for years, he was like that in school to all my mates. He was having a wank to fucking Freddy Krueger. <laughs> and I was like, pure, why are you lying? Like, total, <laughs> total stone-faced. But then see, as an adult, um, I was like, remember that time I had a wank to Freddy Krueger? And the two years just burst just out laughing. Just burst out laughing. Right. Oh my God, mate. I right. was fucking... I just left, it was first year. So, what are you, 13? Uh, 12 or 13 year old. 12, yeah. 13. So, that's my excuse. I mean, I, I don't judge anybody with anything that they did when they were 13 year old, mate. Yeah. I bet you'll never be able to watch Nightmare on Elm Street again. I'm going to forget, I'm going to delete this from my memories. <laughs> <laughs> Trauma response. I'm going to be like, having to go and do EMDR, sitting there, the fucking lateral movement, like, still thinking, still thinking about Darn having a fucking pocket wank. What I found funny about it was, because we talk about it all the time, it's always one of the things that get cast up, but he's like, ah, you were, the thing is, you were flashed. You were flashed, and it was Nightmare on Elm Street. And I'm like, how the fuck do I know? It's 13, mate. <sighs> do, do you remember why you did it? I think it's because I kissed a girl for the first time. Right. Oh, okay. Remember the days, mate? Yeah. Remember when you used to just get a wee kiss and your dick would be fucking rock hard? Yeah. Long gone. <laughs> the days are gone for me. Aye. I'm fucking 40-year-old. It was uh, crazy times. Aye, mate. I feel like I'll overshare in this podcast. Mate. I overshare as well. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Aye. I think this is why people like it. I think so. I think so too. Can I double check how long we've done? Oh, we're at an hour. An hour. Right. So we need to talk about the stand gig Aye, on Sunday. talk about Sunday. Right. I just want to say a quick thank you. I, I've noticed a change with this podcast, by the way, on my social media with the amount of messages I'm getting. There's been a change. So I want to thank everybody for the kind of positive feedback what we're that we're getting it's a kind of wee community that we've built even at the gig on sunday me and paul had people walking up to us and it was amazing so thank you so much uh darren Cono and the funny bunch was at the stand on sunday and it was another sellout i mean all the seats were everybody all the seats were sold mm -hmm. there was nobody stunning so thank you so much for uh making it another belter paul was filming the night so we'll probably try and chop up some clips and get them on tiktok and stuff but it was a fucking belter of a night wasn't it mate? Aye, it was incredible mate every single act was fucking top notch Aye, i'm very very proud of it and i'm i'm happy that it's been two two crackers man that was my fourth time comparing i fucking love it mate Aye. i love it man i get a pure kick for improving and crowd work and all that I love it. Were you improving on Sunday? Aye. Right. Well, I well, when we were walking him, Sean was like, oh, it was like way better when he's doing his jokes and he's not just improving. Aye. Aye. Well, there you go then. Sure. Aye, she felt like it was a set, no just like getting up and improving it. Well, um, I will be doing a set soon and she'll be able to see that. Absolutely. Do you know what I thought? I mean, again, anybody that came up to me 
on Sunday, like four or five people that came up to me and told me how much they're enjoying the podcast and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, thank you very much. I felt there was like, a, a, they were a great crowd. Like there was good banter between people in the front row. Like you had a professional Muay Thai fucking Commonwealth champion, a professional boxing world champion, and then just some random guy that was off on them square goes in the front row. But I felt like it was good like the atmosphere in the stand on Sunday night was like amazing. Yeah. Everybody was there to have a good time. The heckles were comedy heckles for a comedy crowd. Mm-hmm. Apart from the mad cunt that tried to rush the stage. What the fuck was that all about? I know, mate. I thought you dealt with it amazing though. Yeah. Did but- you see me no flinch? Did not fucking flinch. Ah my god. I just got a cramp in my finger there. Did you? Holy fuck. I didn't flinch. I was just like, you cannot kill somebody who is dead. <laughs> <laughs> you were like Bruce Lee being like water. Any comic uh, should want to do that night, mate. Oh, I think you, anyway. Mate. So an opportunity to do a weekend night at the stand and also play to an amazing crowd. Like I seen somebody do a similar sort of night um, a few months ago. Somebody who you would think who I like, who's a great comic, who's get the profile with you, and they did not do anywhere near the amount of numbers that you did on Sunday there. Never mind having the same night a month before. Wow. So I I think there's a lot of people there to see you. Well, thank you very much, mate. That's kind. I enjoyed it. What a showcase talent. I mean, Scott Agnew was on first. Incredible. And if you're listening to this podcast, add all these people on Facebook. You had John Ross in the middle, who is also a DJ. He does the Buff Club. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's a resident DJ. Oh, fuck's sake, no way. He's, he was he was great, mate. Scott Agnew was amazing. I know Scott's amazing. Yeah. I've seen Amanda Hersey before. She was amazing. Mm-hmm. I've seen Gary Little before. He was amazing. But that guy, John, yeah. I had no idea. And um, How do you tell a joke about going to an ice cream van for a kids with hard on? Like, how do you do that? Aye. It was fucking hilarious, mate. No room in his joke was saying that, am I? Nah. And he was a replacement as well. There was somebody supposed to be doing his spot and the guy couldn't make it. And I was just kind of thinking... Because sometimes when you're running gigs, you kind of book the same people. And I clocked John's name and I was like, I, I like John. I'd class him as a pal, but I've not seen him in about four years. And I was like, fuck it, man. I'm going to get John. Right. That's Aye. against the grain. I'm going to book like that again so it's the last sunday every month right up to december um i'm just trying to be a good host and put on a good show if you want to come and see me do a solo show i'm doing like east school bride and the orin moore and all that you'll get to see me do stand up but when i'm being a host i'm trying not to take the the light from the axe mm-hmm. not that i would do that but i'm just trying to make it an, a well-oiled machine of just hosting Aye. rather than being a stand-up we, we've been talking about maybe thinking about doing a live event maybe we should take one of the slots one of the sundays and do like a q a yes on the stage because mate, if i was to go and do like an actual live podcast i've not been on stage since 2019 last time i did a gig with a band mate i'd be shitting myself hi if i got up and did like 10 minutes just q a who watches a pod anybody get any questions who watches a podcast or whatever yeah i think we could probably do something like that so if you ever get a cancellation or somebody pulls out, like just be like, you are like ten we minutes. We can, or we minutes. can absolutely do a live show with us as well. Like it. Yeah, it's it's brilliant, isn't it? I love it, man. It's kept me one of the highlights of my week, mate, for sure. 
Do you know, I'm the same as well, mate. I'm like, I'm doing therapy, I'm back at AA and stuff, but this keeps me accountable and it's like, God, you need to be funny or try and be funny for an hour. But, you know, it's, I love it, man. Mm-hmm. Me too. So you want to go down to the four corners and kill somebody? Aye, mate, let's go. Yeah. Um, we've done over an hour. Ain't we? Aye, mate, 105. Yes, so we're going to wrap it up with that. So I want to thank the Zenden for sponsoring the podcast. Their sponsorship has ended today, I think. So thank you very much, Joe, for helping us out. You sorted us out with some lion's mane and gummies and stuff. Um, we are loyal customers ourselves, so we'll be back in. You'll get to see that information pop up in the on the screen. And as always, brothers in arms, back on side. If you're struggling, phone the Samaritans. Don't do what I do and wear a fucking ski mask with a hammer. Don't do it. Phone the Samaritans. See you next week, Paul. Thank you very much, troops. And also... Please, 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 if you enjoy it, share it in the WhatsApp groups with your pals, retweet, share on Facebook, and chuck us a five-star review. Come on, man. You're my man. Five-star review, man. See you next week. <laughs> what were we going to call? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.